Hello there, this is Nompendulo Shabangu, but I go by Noms. I'm very excited to join you here on this beautiful platform created by the wonderful Nasu. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to join you on this incredible and exciting series on Holy Spirit. And I'm just going to be continuing on the conversation on Holy Spirit and just um, sharing a bit of my experiences you know, it's, it's, um, I cannot emphasize enough the role that the Holy Spirit plays in our lives as believers. You know, it is him who drew us first and foremost, um, in order for us to be convicted, to have that understanding of who God is. And, um, you know, he, he continues to play a vital role. And I think because he's so gentle, he, you know, he easily becomes one of the most um one of the most ignored persons of God in the Trinity, you know, and um so when Nasu asked me to speak on this, I was really thrilled because you know the more you speak about him, the more he presents himself and the more he he does his work, you know. And um, I'll never forget there was a study that I did. It was called Experiencing God by the Blackabees. I don't know, maybe you have done it before. If you haven't done it, please do look it up. It's called Experiencing God by the Blackabees. And, um, you know, one of the realities that they talk about is the fact that God is always at work around us. And so it would be a grave danger to actually relegate the work of Holy Spirit only to a particular day, maybe a Sunday or only when you're sitting down to read the Bible because he does illuminate, you know, um, he, he opens up our spiritual eyes so that we can be able to see what God is saying through his word and he helps bring forth revelation. You know, the Bible um, talks about deep um, calling unto deep, you know, and that is our spirit and God's spirit calling out one to another. And, um, you know, Holy Spirit is, is, is God himself. He's part of the Trinity, you know, and he's, he's God's, um, in, 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 um, in theology, the study of Holy Spirit is called pneumatology and pneuma from the word air or breath. So basically sort of like, you know, if you remember the word, um, pneumonia right that is a disease um of of you know breathing basically that goes in through your lungs and stuff and so when you look at it even just that the word pneuma means air it means breath so pneumatology that's the study of holy spirit and that's where you get to see the characteristics of holy spirit and the fact that he's a teacher and the fact that you know he's a person and he is gentle you know he has a character he has a personality you know and so getting to know him is incredibly it's a you know it's it's quite rewarding and so uh, I gave my life to Christ when I was 10 years old and it was such a real encounter in that when I was 12 years old, I started speaking in tongues. I was literally the youngest person in the room with everybody else who was older than me having these divine experiences with God and I would be sitting there and none of it weirded me out, you know. So I think for me, that is one of the first encounters that I can um 
point back to and say you know it just it never weirded me out so I was never like okay what in the world is going on here it all felt just so natural and yet supernatural at the same time and um, I was fortunate enough to have um, the the person who mentored me in all things spiritual at the time and who had led me to Christ explaining okay this is what is happening you know and I just was able to really understand that this is something that is of God so that was my first encounter where I could see like wow Holy Spirit is actually at work in my life and I like what Bill Johnson often says that children don't have a junior Holy Spirit you know because sometimes we can treat children like you know, they, they can only experience um, Holy Spirit um, in a lesser portion or to a lesser extent. And that is not true. I can really attest to the fact that I experienced him in his fullness. And there's also another recommended read um, that I would like to share with you. And it's called Drawing Near by John Bevere and essentially comes from the scripture that says draw near unto God and he will draw near unto you and he has an entire study um, a book and a workbook where you can be doing um, you know filling out the blanks and all of that stuff and just really learning about Holy Spirit that was one of the books um, that was one of the studies that I did that really drew me closer to God and you know helping me understand the mind of God because the Bible talks about how Holy Spirit searches the mind of God you know and so it's really incredible that we have him as a confidant because he knows what is on God's hearts and he also places it on our hearts and um, interestingly enough just about two or three days ago someone was asking me you know they had been asked by a friend and then they sent me the message and they were asking you know because they were saying okay you know like in, in Romans chapter 8 verse 16 talks about um, Holy Spirit and that his you know the spirit bears witness to the other spirits and he was asking what do you know do we have two Holy Spirits what is going on and so I was just really explaining that you know there's the spirit of God and we have the spirits of God in us you know because um, when we were created there was the, the body right and God uh, breathed in his life into us which was his spirit and so we have his spirit and that is who we really are and so because you know we are born dead essentially you know our spirits are born they're not alive that is the reason why we have to be born again and you know so I was just really explaining the fact that you know it's, it's almost like um there was an illustration that I once came across and this pastor was talking about how if you were to take two water bottles filled up with water in them and you poured them into a glass and then you try to separate that water, you know, to take it back to the original containers, you would struggle to do so. And it's because they're not supposed to be separated. And that's what happens when we get into a relationship with God. You know, sometimes someone will say, mm, I don't even know if that was God or if that was me. You know, as long as it's aligned to the will of God, it's, you know, 
it really doesn't matter because you are aligned to the will of God. And so his thoughts, they inform your thoughts. They inform my thoughts. You see what I mean? And so our spirits become intertwined. The spirit of God informs our spirits. And, you know, we as, as we continue to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, you know, our, our soul, our will, our emotions, they become aligned to the will of God, to where, you know, you almost don't have to think about it. Yes, you can be praying about it and stuff, but it's almost, you you know, because you've been transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so your will, your mind, your emotions, they're all in alignment with the spirits of God. And so, you know, literally every morning when I wake up, as soon as my eyes just pop open, I say the famous words, I, I think some of you may have heard, um, you know, you've heard about this book, but it's called Good Morning, Holy Spirit. I love it. So when I wake up in the morning, I say, good morning, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Literally, I'm not even lying. Like I say, you know, good morning, Holy Spirit. How are you today? You know, it's just really one of my favorite things to do. And so the more I treat him as, you know, like the person that he is, the more he just reveals himself to me daily. I want to also share a very um, important encounter that I once had when I was at Christ for the Nations Institute in Dallas, Texas, um, about eight years ago. I was in Bible school and, you know, I'm a heavy pro-lifer, you know, just believing in the sanctity of life all the way from when a person is in their mother's womb and just being formed, you know. And I used to be a part of these rallies, you know, where we would just... Um, stand on the side of the road with placards and just, you know, implore people to keep their children and to at least give them up for adoption or send them into fostering and stuff, you know, but not to take the life of an unborn child. So I got really involved in that ministry when I was in America. And um, yeah, so it was something that was really close to my heart. And, you know, at the time, it had been reported that America had had, I think it was over... 60 million abortions, recorded abortions um, in the 49 years at the time when I was there that abortion had been legalized. And so it was something that was really close to my heart. And, you know, so like I said, I used to be a part of this ministry. And um, so one day I went to the cinema and, you know, I was just hanging out with my friends. And then I excused myself to go to the restroom while the movie was still playing. And as I went to the restroom, like on my way there, there were two guys who were standing and they were having a conversation. And, you know, I couldn't really hear what the conversation was about. And then as I walked past them, like I was a few meters. There's absolutely no way I was supposed to have heard what they were talking about. But I just heard the word abortion. Like it just... It's almost like it latched out at me and just, you know, and I turned around, you know, because I mean, the thing with ministry, sometimes you think, no, it's just in church. It's just, you know, when I'm preaching, it's just, you know what I mean? But even just for the one, it stops for the one. And I mean, I was so terrified. You can imagine I'm in this country where, you know, I'm not a native of the country. And so I don't know what's going to happen. And in that area, people knew it as the ghetto. So pretty much anything could happen, you know, but I just got this boldness. And just for the simple fact that I had heard that word, I stopped 
in my tracks and I walked back and I didn't know the whole time I was like holy spirit just help me just help me I don't know what I'm going to say and then and then I walked back and I greeted these two guys and I said okay guys this is really weird but (laughs) you know I was just walking past I don't even really know what it is that you're talking about but I just heard the word abortion you know um you know and I introduced myself you know is there anything that I can pray for you about and stuff and then you know one of the guys I went on to just explain to me just the situation that him and his girlfriend found themselves in and how you know now the only option that they felt that that they had was to have an abortion and you know then I began to talk about the sanctity of life I mean God just gave me you know this this courage just to speak into their lives even though I didn't know them and they were really listening to me and you know this guy tells me yes my mom actually has had six abortions before me you know so I don't think that there's anything wrong with that and we began to talk and talk and I prayed with them and you know but I mean I don't know what the outcome was in the sense that I don't know if that baby you know who was being formed in in its mother's womb ever survived you know but just for the simple fact that God could use me in that moment and the fact that I believe it was Holy Spirit who amplified for me to be able to hear that and even if it means just the saving of one life and that one life that's probably going to go and do incredible things or even if it's not deemed as incredible in the eyes of the world just by virtue of the fact that this baby's life was saved you know but I just never forget that encounter the fact that Holy Spirit helped me to just hear those words and you know I walked back he also gave me the courage and the boldness to go and you can see even in the book of Acts the Bible talks about how the apostles you know they had the courage to speak the help they had the boldness to speak and I've seen Holy Spirit doing that helping me to stand in platforms where I felt I wasn't worthy to stand in and to speak you know he's opened up so many doors of opportunities for me and you know if we just allow him to do that work um like i said in in experiencing god how it talks about that god is always at work around us that's the first reality in the book um in the study called experiencing god the fact that god is always at work around us and we just have to open up our hearts and every day when we you know open our eyes and when we pray just say holy spirit help me let me see what it is that you're up to today you know and you might see that person who's crying and you walk up to them and you speak life into them and you can share scripture with them and you can pray with them because sometimes we read the bible and you know some of the things that we read don't make sense until you encounter someone who's in a place of brokenness and you realize oh holy spirit this is why you showed me this so that i could be able to encourage someone else so i hope that that helps uh and just me sharing a bit of my encounters with holy spirit i hope that it's um it encourages you and just for you to always be aware of the fact that holy spirit is one a person i think you've heard me refer to him as you know i don't call him the holy spirit he is a person i just call i just call him holy spirit (laughs) because he's a person and i hope it opens up your hearts and your eyes to seeing that you know what he is always always at work around us and he's inviting us to join in on that work